these tiny toys created quite a phenomenon. Today I'm talking about Beanie Mania. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a documentary I recently watched. Uh, it's called Beanie Mania, all about the rise and fall of Beanie Babies, which is, it's an interesting premise, but there's, well, not interesting, but it's kind of a nostalgic premise, but I liked it for reasons I didn't expect. So without further ado, let's get started. As someone who grew up in the 90s, I experienced wave after wave of fad toys. Apparently, after the fall of communism, America decided it needed to up the capitalist capitalist ante and pull all of its put all of its collective entity into creating new collectible or highly valued toys. And I wasn't immune. I got a Tamagotchi, had a Pog collection, and probably lost a family member to Tickle Me Elmo. And I had Beanie Babies. Now, I already liked stuffed animals growing up, so this was an easy transition, and I got the kind of animals I liked. But I never understood the rabid desire for Beanie Babies or the notion of collecting them all, which meant this look back via HBO Max piqued my curiosity. In the mid to late 90s, Ty Warner came up with a simple idea. Small stuffed animals full of beans with names and poems, including a signature T.Y. tag. But what started as a small product line exploded thanks to rapid, rabid fandom, scarcity, and a booming secondary market. Before it all came crashing down, of course. The easiest argument for watching this doc- <laughs> argument for watching this documentary is a bemused kind of nostalgia. Like, oh man, I remember how crazy people went for Beanie Babies. How on earth did that happen? So whether you got one or two or knew someone who filled their house with them, it's always interesting to look back. And the interviewees run the gamut from former T.Y. Uh, Ty Warner employees to former and current Beanie Baby collectors. It provides a lot of context and counterpoints to every reaction. A collector explains why they just had to have them, cut to the economist who talks about how the secondary market drove overall sales. But let's get into why I thought this documentary was actually so interesting. First, we have the collector's mindset. I'm not in any position to critique someone for having a collection. I have an exceedingly large movie collection and have collected things like baseball cards. But one thing I find fascinating, because it's just how I'm bi- not how I'm built, are the people who start and cannot stop, whatever the cost. The mania in the film's title is pretty apt when you start to hear about the extravagant lengths people would go to to ensure that they had a complete collection, or how a mother of four older children would clean out an entire store's stock. The film doesn't go into too much detail, but it's clear that there's an addictive quality to certain kinds of collecting, especially something that doesn't have functional value. We also get into what really drove the market. Another thing this film captures is who drove the Beanie Media. Now, if you have a successful product, there are easy things you can do to keep demand high. We'll get to this later. You keep supply low, maintain prices, introduce new products at a steady pace. All of that. What that doesn't guarantee is a feeding frenzy for every shipment, and that appears to have two sources, rabid adult collectors and the secondary market. Kids obviously have limited buying power, so if anything is going to explode, it requires adult buy-in, and Beanie Babies got it. 
The stories I referred to earlier about how extensive some of these collecting efforts went were just the tip of a very large iceberg of people who wanted every Beanie Baby, costs be damned. And when the demand is that high, there will be people who buy and resell at an extravagant markup, which creates a bubble and sets the stage for collapse. So let's get into a quick, sad lesson in capitalism. One point the movie makes over and over again is that if you have a product with no everyday value and the demand for the product explodes, you're bound to get a bubble and a crash. And unfortunately, companies that know that will try to manufacture demand. They limit supplies, they put out special editions. And in Beanie Baby's cases, <laughs> Beanie Baby's case, the CEO decided to say all of them were going to go away. And then they didn't. It's a really gross example that resonates with a lot of the enthusiasm for cryptocurrency and NFT nowadays. The verdict is that it's nostalgic and informative. Though I'm definitely in the movie's nostalgic wheelhouse, Beanie Mania is an excellent look at how markets, even for tiny bean-filled toys, can explode and leave damage in its wake. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.